0: think about how reading has been for your child so far have they always found it a struggle do they actually find it quite easy but um, you have noticed that in comparison to others that there is a bit of a gap are they enthusiastic to read are they reluctant to read how has it been for your child so far and think about really just their individuality I quite often talk about that is that although we have schemes although we have like benchmarks and frameworks that we follow. These are set for the vast majority of children. Not every child will fit into those boxes. We're all on our own unique journey and it's also a tip to them. Welcome to the Reading Made Delicious podcast where you discover insights and actionable tips to help your child with reading and early learning. Begin to get the tools you'll need to help them on their unique learning journey and feel confident you're doing enough to support them with your host Sarah Travers. Welcome back to the Reading Made Delicious podcast. I'm so happy to have you here today and I hope we're going to learn something a little bit about ways to help a struggling reader. This is a question that I get asked often because um, usually people who are looking for something to support their child is often because they are either looking ahead, trying to help them out um, to almost secure they're learning for the future or it is that the child is struggling in some way and I read a quote once I can't remember where it was from where nobody does more research than a parent trying to help a child who is struggling and um, it may be that you're in this research stage looking for ways to help your child who's struggling with reading and just putting the feelers out there trying to work out what you can be doing at home what support that your child might need are they really struggling is it just what's expected of them and yeah it might be that this is part of your research or this might be your first thing so I hope um, that you do find it useful and it will hopefully bring together lots of different things that you can be doing as a parent or as a family member trying to help a child who is learning to read at home if they are starting to show signs that it is difficult for them or they are in some ways reluctant or they are in comparison to other children in their class or around them that they don't seem to be finding it quite as easy as others and it's a hard position to be in I remember one of my first tutoring students I had I just remember his his mum sent me a message that I we've seemed to have tried lots of different things through the school we've seemed to have tried they keep telling us things to try at home and I've just and she just was at the point where she's just like just exhausted from it all Like, he, it breaks my heart that he's struggling. I don't want him to be struggling. But I've tried all the things they've said. Any intervention just doesn't seem to help him. And I can see the gap getting further and further from his peers. I just don't know what to do. Like, please, can you help? And, yeah, she just really, I think she was just almost fed up. Like, she wanted him to be reading, but it just was so difficult for him. And he was trying so hard he was beginning to, his patience and his enthusiasm for towards reading was just waning and waning more and more because he was finding it so difficult. So have a little think about how reading has been for your child so far. Have they always found it a struggle? Do they actually find it quite easy? But um, you have noticed that in comparison to others, that there is a bit of a gap Are they enthusiastic to read? Are they reluctant to read? How has it been for your child so far? And think about really just their individuality. I quite often talk about that is that although we have schemes, although we have like benchmarks and frameworks that we follow, these are set for the vast majority of children. Not every child will fit into those boxes. We're all on their own unique journey and it's authentic to them. So have a think about that for what your child is like at the moment. So if you're at the point where you're thinking, yes, they are struggling, I just want some quick ways or things to think about that I could do to help my struggling reader. So the first thing to have a think about is where are they on the simple view of reading? So with this, what you might want to do is head back to to episode 49, where I actually went through a bit of a assessment where you can follow along. And you can work out where your child's in a little bit more detail. Obviously, again, it's still a a um, very broad thing for lots of children because it is a podcast episode rather than a one-to-one reading assessment. But these are the, basically the path I would follow if I was doing a reading assessment one-to-one with a child. I have to think about where they are now. And I've talked about the simple view of reading before. And that it was an episode, I think episode four, where we talk about reading... And that transition from learning to read to reading to learn and thinking about where they are there and there's a lovely little graphic in there and I might pop it in this um, episode as well just so that you can see that and where you think your child might be and it might be that they're going in a different path to the usual path that we follow. There are three areas where children will show the most struggle and where we can really be targeting what to help them with, and that moves me on to my next point is if you really start to think about what it is they are specifically struggling with at that particular time then you can begin to really focus what you're doing with them with reading so the three areas where most children may show struggle are that once they've got the letter sound is blending them together blending is a really big one so when it comes to blending words together if you head over to episode 47 I have some easy ways for modelling reading to your child and that's got lots of little tips on how you can help with blending, helping your child with blending. Also, when I spoke to Katie Whitehead from Phonics Family back during last year, if you go to episode 42 that I shared with her, she gave lots of tips on how you can be helping blending out and about and also so did Jin Shaw who we had on in episode 36. And she shared some simple ways that you can help your child with confident reading. A lot of that was also again about blending, so we tried to stick on that there. Have a little listen to those episodes. The next area where children who are struggling with reading quite often get stuck is the vowels, I mean, the vowel digraphs, the two letters one sound that make, which are are uh, vowel sounds, and a lot of it is because there are just lots of different ones of them, lots of different graphemes, lots of different ways of writing it for children to remember. And it really is more and more repetition of seeing those different um, vowel patterns in the text that they're reading that we can begin to make progress with that. It might be that they need to look at vowels in a different way. And again, that might help them to make progress with that, depending on if your child is following a phonics scheme. Hopefully it will lead them through all those vowels and there will be tips on there how you can help them that. Otherwise, you might find it easier to go, now. I see. Otherwise, a great way of looking at vowels is actually using a vowel chart and dividing it into the six syllable types. Now, this is quite different to how many of the systematic synthetic phonics schemes follow it in the UK, but it might be something you want to have a look at because it might relieve a bit of the pressure of trying to remember all the different graphemes and the different vowels, because there are a lot of them, it might simplify it slightly for your child if they are struggling with vowel digraphs. Also, the the final area where most commonly children may have some difficulty where they are struggling is more when they're actually moving on to the next phase of reading. So they may have got the hang of actually the decoding side of things. But it's actually remembering what they've read to be able to answer questions and answering questions and once children have got the hang of, like, these are words, we read them, this is how we read them, and they're building up the accuracy and the fluency, they're moving into that big world of comprehension, which actually makes the vast majority of their reading once they are <laughs> for life, basically. I mean, we that's what we are doing every day. We are comprehending everything that we read, and we're not necessarily focusing on the mechanics and decoding skills that we have, unless we come across a word really haven't seen before we are comprehending and at this stage it's often because children are still involving a lot of brain power then have to use their comprehension skills and reading comprehension is a different area completely compared to decoding and it might be that your child is really good at decoding and suddenly when they're asked to actually comprehend what they're reading and answer questions they might find it really difficult but that is an area that they might be struggling and then you need to be thinking about initially with that is actually really focusing on building up a few of the comprehension skills such as can they summarize a short paragraph what they've read? Can they predict what's going to be happening next? That's another area. And also dividing the questions up, thinking about inference questions and also thinking about if the answer is explicit so you can see it straight away in the text, or whether it is implicit is an inference skill, it's implied and really focusing on those explicit skill reading first before we move into inference because that is that's a, that's a tricky skill for kids to get their head round and there's a lot of practice that needs to go into that and lots of there are some skills they can use but it's a bit much to go into in this episode today but I do have a guest coming up in a couple of months who is going to be talking all about comprehension because I realised there was a bit of a gap with the episodes we have to talk a lot about decoding and the first stages of reading not so much about comprehension. So I have got a guest coming to talk about that in a couple months. So once you've worked out where they are, you start targeting what they need in that moment, rather than thinking about what they need next or what they need in comparison to children around them, really think about what that's in the moment. Have a look, I'm going to call it their reading diet. So what it is that's being read to them, what it is they are trying to read themselves. Now, we often say try to make it of interest to them, yep. if you can do, I say, because although we give out this big statement, oh, yes, you try and find some of the interests and try and, and then not just in reading, but any learning, that can be difficult in, for several reasons. One, it doesn't necessarily give them a broad range of things and they might not actually, they might come across something that they actually didn't realize they liked because they've never actually seen it before. Or the other thing is it can be difficult to actually source resources and materials to help them with it. So for instance, a little boy once he was reading with, and he really liked monster trucks. And he kept asking, every time I did reading, he asked, he'd always try to find from the books I had, things about monster trucks or about motorbikes. Then it got a bit more broad to transport. But there were only so many books that I could show him for that. Even with, I had quite a a big selection because it was a online library and for him to find books that he was able to read always about that interest of his it was difficult so we had to make sure we had several things that we could look at and also make sure that he had although he was more for as a non-fiction reader preferred that having a bit of a blend of both so he for every two non-fiction have a go at reading a fiction or if your child is the other way around, probably that way. I have talked about that, the non-fiction, how much that can be a game changer in episode three. It really is huge. Like, I, I cannot believe the difference that it made to the readers that I was working with. So really do check that out. Check out your child's reading diet, what you're reading to them, but also what they're able to access. And again, I know we talk about these things, but I do understand, and I, I it's often overlooked, that it might be, you know, in theory, it sounds great, but you might not be able to resource this either yourself or you might not be able to do it because of the way that the system, that if your child's attending school, is set up. So, But it's also definitely worth having a look into to see what you, is possible for you, even if you do hit that little hurdle of, I just can't find books that my child is following my child's interest. I remember I had one that was about, they really love Lego. I thought that was a great idea like to be honest with you if Lego made books for like decodable readers that'd be amazing like so many children would be into that I'm always thinking right now as I'm saying this I should start writing books linked to Lego which are decodable readers like oh gosh that could open all sorts of doors for so many children so another thing to think about is and I think we know this is coming because I always talk about this on podcast. Is firstly continue to inspire your child's reading by reading to them, even if they are beyond a they, they are reading themselves, keep reading to them, inspire them by reading books which are above their reading level, which extends their vocabulary, its ability to look and read, but also show reading as a purpose. So when you're out and about, when you're trying to get somewhere, you showing them how that you are reading i've been taking to trying to make sure if i need to read anything or write anything actually going a bit analog and it's something i learned a few weeks ago about planning things because i was always trying to do it on my phone like trying to plan something like so i'd use like a project management system or a notes app on my phone well i've always got it with me but actually if i actually just take a notebook around me it's a lot easier to do analog mostly because i am as a parent, you'll know, if you're being interrupted all the time, it's much easier to go back to writing something than to find exactly where you were where on your phone and then take longer. So actually, it's a little bit, But showing that you are writing, you are reading yourself, as difficult as it might be, even if it is reading aloud your shopping list or reading aloud the, I was going to say takeaway menu, but again, I tend to read them online. But, like a menu in a restaurant or something like that, or trying to get somewhere on the bus or on the train or something, read it aloud to them, inspire them that way, and show reading as a purpose. You can also use recipes. If you want to get started reading recipes as a way to help your child with learning to read, I have a free guide for that. You can find the link for it in the um, description of the podcast. Also, if you go to readingmadealicious.com, you will be able to find the guide there. There's a big pink button as you at the very top of the page and you'll be able to grab that guide there. And the final thing that you might need to think about if you've got a child who is a struggling reader, so this is the fifth way, is give yourself some grace and it might be time to outsource. Helping kids learn to read is is challenging. It's a tough skill for them because it involves a lot of brain power. And I think sometimes we put a lot of pressure on ourselves on parents that we want it to look perfect. And we put the pressure because we know that reading is so important that we want them to get through it as quickly as they can and be proficient readers and do all these things because it opens so many doors, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, that actually any step is progress. And we need to give ourselves some grace with that. And if you're spending time listening to this podcast, if you're spending time researching how you can help your child that it is likely that you want to do that for and you are doing lots for them already, but it might also be that it's time to outsource. That it might be that yes, I've tried to help them myself. The child relation parent relationship is just one I want to preserve, but also it's it's strained by the fact that they are struggling. So it might be that you need to outsource it to another family member. It might be that to outsource it. To who asking for more support through their schooling environment. It might be that you need to outsource in terms of they need to be following a different program or have some form of extra support through some tutoring program for them. So it might be that it's also something that if they've been struggling a while, you might want to be thinking about that as an option to help them to progress and to make it easier for them so that they can access all of the opportunities that have which come from being able to learn which, which come from reading so there were some things to think about with helping a child who is struggling a struggling reader i would love if you could actually if you head over to instagram and send me a message over there about what is your child's biggest struggle have i missed something on here that you're really struggling and you'd like some support with, send me a DM over there and that is at reading underscore made underscore delicious and I'd love to chat to you and help you out there. And also if you want to grab the guide to help make reading a bit more purposeful for your child, particularly if they are struggling, grab the guide at readingmade_delicious.com and you can grab the guide there. It's also in the podcast description. And in a few weeks time, I'm actually going to do a whole episode just about how you can use recipes to help struggling readers. So listen out for that one as well. So if your child is struggling with reading, here are some things that you can use to help them. Think about where they are in the simple view of reading and where are they? They're one of those three areas where lots of children are often struggling. Are they at the blending stage? Is it that they're stuck on vowels? Is it they are stuck on more comprehension? and not remembering what they've read, ready to answer um, questions. And also make sure you check out the assessment, which episode number 49, to help your child out there. And then target what they need the most, as this will be the most efficient use of your time. Have a look at their reading diet, and think about what you're reading to them, what they are having access to read. Also check out whether non-fiction could be um, helpful for them. Again, episode three for that one. And then continue to inspire their reading, by reading to them and um, helping them out with that and showing that reading has a purpose. If you are finding that tricky because English isn't your first language or it is the language you aren't confident in reading to your child, maybe look into having other ways of things being read to them. So for instance, eBooks, audiobooks, a another person having a reading to them as well. That might help you out there. And finally, Give yourself some grace if you are trying to help your child, as I said at the top of the show, there is nobody who does more research than the parent trying to help a child is struggling. The fact that you're listening to this means that you are helping the, your child. So give yourself some grace there when you are struggling and they are struggling too and it might be the time to outsource and get them the support in a different way and um, whatever that outsourcing might look like for you. I hope you found this useful. Make sure you DM me um, over on Instagram with any struggles that you have with your child and I would love to help you out there. Happy reading your child and I will speak to you again next week. Thank you for listening. I hope that you can take something away that will help your child's learning. Head over to the show notes of this episode at readingmadedlicious.com forward slash podcast where you'll find anything mentioned today. Have a great day and happy learning with your child.